Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's Is Nomer Taylor? Why are you laughing? Get serious. It's the World Cup. But nonetheless, I'm S. Taylor. Whatever you want to call me, this is Beyond Balls on the Grass podcast, episode number two. Uploaded on Tuesday, hopefully, if all things went as they should. Of course, you can find us on multiple platforms, whether it be YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. What else am I missing on Twitter, of course? But Instagram. Instagram, that's a thing as well. But the podcast, of course, video version on YouTube where you can see our beautiful faces. If you don't want to see our beautiful faces, of course, you have Spotify and Apple Podcasts. But nonetheless, Shelby, this is uploaded on Tuesday. We're recording this on November 11th. And we're about to be doing some predictions, looking over things with the World Cup. I mean, that's all I have to talk about is the World Cup. That's a hot topic right now. Nobody cares about club football, to be honest. But honestly, the World Cup hasn't really been getting that much hype this time around. Due to it being in December, I think, or well, wintertime in Qatar. And that's pretty stupid. Could have been in Australia, but of course, kind of last second, ended up going to Qatar. Kind of some sketchy stuff going on there. Of course, you have all the slave labor pretty much. Shouldn't be in Qatar. It really shouldn't. Yep. Just a slight bit of politics there. But your opinion on that? Uh, Well, I read something on that about the migrant workers uh, basically being like mistreated. Like, um, I forget, what was the guy's name? The guy's name was, like, uh, Anish, I think okay. his name was. I can't really pronounce his name. He was from Nepal, which is one of the countries that a lot of migrant workers are from. Okay. And he basically came there through a contractor that gave him, like, a loan for, like, $10,000 because his family is really poor, and I guess he's trying to make money. And he thought, you know, it's a good way to make money because he's basically got hired to build uh, air conditionings units i guess yeah. for the you know the containers that you know us fans are going to be sleeping in yeah. on cardboard beds <laughs> yeah. and it was just really uh bad extreme heat he got diarrhea he was talking about how like his tonsils were swollen because they had limited water they ate rotten fish i don't know how many times but see that's like 14 thing. hours a day they even stayed in labor camps which gives me like vibes of like bad time to talk about it but like the Holocaust, but yeah. like just, I didn't know they had labor camps. Yeah, I just, and yeah. one night he said it felt like it was raining because his body was like just full of sweat. Like he could describe it as if it was raining from the sky. Okay. Then he said his foreman. What's crazy is I don't think these guys aren't contracted with the whole World Cup thing because I guess the FIFA Foundation got involved and basically like got them kicked out or I don't. However. They do that, but every time they would come there, this is not funny. He said his foreman would call out, the inspectors are coming, the inspectors are coming, and they would use the fire alarm as a tactic to herd the workers outside, and then they would lie to the FIFA's monitors, like the people that would monitor it, and they would lie and say the 4,000 migrants were out for lunch. Okay, so we yeah. could have just had him on the podcast since you're going to say his whole life story. But I just thought it was interesting. You know, that, that is that is interesting. Two I didn't know the things. World Cup was that dark. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff. It's a corrupt organization, of course. And two, apparently the stadiums were supposed to be having some kind of air conditioning. That's one of the things that was brought up whenever, of course, Qatar did win the bid for it. And, of course, that didn't happen. So that's pretty dumb. Like I said, it's in November, December. Horrible time for injuries. Of course, we'll delve into a lot of the injuries as we go through with the teams in the World Cup and our production productions, predictions, and all that. But um, it's yeah, like you're going of, to a rave festival because you're going to be in shipment containers. Essentially, you might as well, to be honest. And who's yeah, to say? 
of inside of them. There's like no air conditioning units in them as of right now. Like, there's no signs of it. And see, here's yeah, here, we know, and you got some shades. Here's my prediction though. <laughs> At the end of that, they just pick up those storage crates. That's more migrant workers. Like the, the fans just become the migrant workers. Probably. You never know. Nonetheless, um, before we a small bathroom though. And a mini fridge. I mean, I kind of like the aesthetic. Um, not the whole migrant worker part, but like it kind of looks and cool. And you do have a big screen that you can go out in the middle of the desert on yeah. a big bag to watch yeah. your team. That, you can't, you know, make it there if you're just, you know, too hot. You want to know how many sweaty sacks are going to be there? I'm talking oh, about the bean bags and and man sack. That's all. Actually, I'm brings about. up the random uh, fact today for balls. You know, as we say, we we're okay. beyond balls in the grass. You know, <laughs> one testicle is lower than the other. Really? Yep. I'm literally showing it on camera right now. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you missed out. YouTube exclusive. Also, Would shout you know out. The shipping containers are going to be $203. I mean, why not? I mean, on hey. On a cardboard box. Why not? I mean, to be honest, though, it's one of those things like people who are spending money to go to the World Cup, like, it's just 200 bucks. It's not a whole lot, but. I mean, what what do you expect? They got a stadium. Alcohol. Yeah, they added some of that stuff, and I don't know. But don't it's, go if you're gay. That's another thing I read on. Yeah, that's why we couldn't. Like, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> they say they, was, <laughs> they say you have to accept our rules. So I, mean, I wonder how many people are going to get arrested. Yeah. I mean, you can't get slaughtered. It says, you know, you can't get killed or whatever the term is. Uh, like the worst punishment you can get is seven years in prison and heavy okay. fines. That's so not too bad. In public. Imagine kissing a dude and getting seven years in prison just to get raped by a bigger dude yeah. in prison. But shout out to that yeah. Byron kit you have on your bed. I just want to say, like, we're not going to talk about clubs that much, but that's shout out to Davies. Yeah, I was going to wear Alfonso but... Davies. Yeah. Okay. Nonetheless, I think now would be a good time to maybe move on to the World Cup predictions, perhaps. And um, I'm going to start off with Group A. Okay, so first off, I want to bring up Qatar, of course. Do you want me to do mine first live? I'm not doing my prediction yet. I'll let you do your prediction. I'm doing a little bit of a briefing. Is that that cool with you? Is that fine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't want to be influenced. Yeah, that's fine. By your your intelligence. So you want to do your prediction now? No, it doesn't matter. I mean, I was just going to talk about the injuries and the lineup and stuff. No, go ahead. No, that'll help. Okay, well. I'm going to write on some of that. Here's the thing about the Qatar national team. We really don't know a whole lot about them, to be honest. Um, nobody really cares about them. I don't see them. <laughs> it's probably a bunch of migrant workers. I mean, Sorry. potentially. I, I don't see them going far, to be honest. They do have some players who have quite a ma- good amount of caps. One of their forwards, Hassan Alhedos, of course, has 160 caps. He's 31 years of age. And... All in all, it's a very well-rounded team. Like, they got some older players. They have some youth players in there. It seems well-balanced. And two, Xavi Ball is one thing I want to bring up. Xavi, of course, coaching the Qatar League a couple years back, maybe had an effect on him. I remember seeing Qatar play not too long ago on television. And honestly, they played a lot better than I thought. It's very fluid football. These aren't star players out and out. Like, you don't see these players. Literally, every single player that is in their lineup is in the Qatari league. So you're not seeing players that are in European leagues, like the top five leagues and all that, and or anywhere else for that matter. This is a very close, tight-knit group. And I'm curious to see how they'll do. Like I said, I 
I don't think that they're going to make it far. I don't think they'll make it out of the group. That's, of course, saying a little bit of a prediction, though, so I'll try to steer clear from doing that. But um, there is a midfielder who did suffer an ACL tear in January, and he didn't make a single appearance this year, which ruled him out of the World Cup, Abdullah Al-Alrak. So not too sure how much of an impact he would have had, but honestly, I don't think it would have been enough. Abdullah Al-Alrak. That's your favorite Qatari player. I know it sucks. He's missing the World Cup. Everybody's crying. Cheers. I like his last name. You like his last name? Yeah. Okay. Well, no one cares. But um, now I say we move on to the second team that is in Group A of the World Cup. And honestly, this episode is probably going to be a little bit longer than the other ones. But um, Ecuador. So this is another team no one cares about. Um, I mean, maybe you do. Ecuador fans out there. Except Ecuador fans out there, but nobody cares about you guys either, to be completely honest. But um, again, it's one of those teams, not really a lot of star players. I mean, they have some players who play in the Mexican League, of course, and all that. <clears throat> but I mean, they do have, who is it? Robert Albertaleta. He's a 30-year-old hey, center back. Not quite, but almost. Played for Sao Paulo, but he fractured his ankle. So that's a player who's going to be not making it as well as Preciado, the Santos forward. Uh, he had a leg fracture, so who knows? Maybe maybe nice. he will, but same thing with Jao Rojas. Of course, we have like tons of Valencias who play for Ecuador, of course, as well. But what, what any opinions on Qatar or Ecuador, Shelby? Uh, Ecuador probably won that group. <laughs> That's very bold. Um, I, if if you're very confident on that, it's just, I, I think you should go do sports betting, because I'm pretty sure that's a good payout. High risk, high reward. Yeah. Next though, I'm gonna move on to Senegal. So Senegal, of course, everybody's like, oh no, Mane's not playing. Who's He's that? out of it. I've <laughs> never, never even heard of that country. Okay, um, it's African, so that's probably why, due to probably your why. hate of the not much continent. coverage, not much coverage over there. I mean, I suppose, but um, Sadio Mane, star man for Senegal, player for Bayern, uh, he did take a little bit of a knock to the head of his tibia, and they said he was out of the World Cup. However, it does look like he will be fit to play. Doesn't need surgery as it stands. He has been included in the twenty-six man squad, so. Cheers, hoping that he does make it. He does end up being fine. Who knows? He might not actually play, but he did get the call up to it. I mean, there's a few other players from Senegal. Some names to mention. Edouard Mendy, Chelsea keeper. He's 30 years old, has 25 caps with Senegal. And as well as Jerisa Ganagay. Of course, he's an older man as well. 33, 95 caps, playing at Everton right now. Um... There's a few players. There's quite a few players who play in bigger teams, bigger leagues. Of course, we don't see anybody playing in the Senegalese league who is actually part of this squad. Do they but, have good coverage, though, over there? Like, can you actually watch games over from Africa? Like, do they have a good... Uh, I assume it depends on, obviously, the country. Um, like I said, I'm not, I'm not too certain, but, I mean, you I mean, can I see some it. games. I mean, would you watch it if given the opportunity? Yeah. Maybe one time. Cap. Just to see how they play. Cap. I, I don't believe you. 
I was right. for one time. I did the Italian <laughs> league. Did the French league. All right, fair enough. Okay, so now though, I'm gonna move on to the Netherlands. Um, a big injury for the Netherlands is Jorginho Wijnaldum. He moved to Roma, and hopes of kind of reviving his career. But he did suffer a broken leg. Literally, I think it was like 12, was 10, 12 minutes into the season, and he'll miss the World Cup. So he'll be he'll be gone for a decent bit. Definitely not going to be, of course, playing for the Netherlands. And some names to mention for the Netherlands: Van Dijk, Ake, Frimpong, the three. Um, Delict, Malasia from United, of course, making some appearances. We have Timber, of course, De Young, Dumfries. There's this is a stacked I'm lineup. Yelling, Timber, you better move. <laughs> Memphis Depay, the the a beast that is, and Luke De Young. I think Netherlands have a very solid team, but um, I think it's time for your predictions on Group A, Shelby. They what? What are your predictions on Group A? First. First place, second place, third place, fourth place. Uh, let's see. Let me get my screen going. For people that are watching on YouTube, it may be a little interesting <laughs> for you guys. <laughs> As my face goes completely white. Well, I can't see but it I because think... i got to press watch stream. It's okay. Ecuador is going to win. Okay. And then Netherlands second. Senegal and then Qatar last. Okay. That's... Bold. Very, very bold. Um, I mean, if you get it right, fair. Fair play, bro. <laughs> I don't see that being the case. What's yours? Um, fourth place, Ecuador. <laughs> so, you think Qatar is going to beat Ecuador? I think Qatar will beat Ecuador. I do. Um, third place, I have Qatar. Second place, Senegal. And then in first place, the Netherlands. I just think the Netherlands are such a solid team. The lineup's great. Senegal, uh, they're also a solid team. I can see them doing pretty decent as well. Qatar, they get that home field advantage, but it isn't quite enough, honestly, because unlike the whole country having the help of migrant workers, they're not going to have that help on the field. So I don't think that's quite enough to push them out of the group. Well, it will push them out of the but group, would you but say not that, the next round. They're, I mean, could you say, well... Qatar might actually win because they're used to these, uh, you know, weather conditions. I mean, that's that is a chance as well, but they're also not used to playing football very well. That's also true. <laughs> yeah, but you might have the team that you're playing against all pass out because it's so fucking hot. Yeah, I mean that's also. And then you, what are you gonna do? You gonna ship them back to their shipping containers? I mean, why not? I mean, pull out right. the shipping containers, put Moving them on the on. field. <laughs> to, to the big group, Group B. Okay, so we have England, Iran, 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 whatever, Iran. whatever you want to call it, USA and Wales. USA! Big ups to the US of A. No, it's fine. That, that was beautiful. Okay, so England lineup. You want to keep on doing it in this format or do you want to go yeah, and do your predictions? England's okay. got a lot of people hurt. They're fucked. I wish they had more hurt, honestly. I honestly, not even just the players, just the people, the population. If you live in England, I wish you were hurt right now. I wish they were all on the injured list, you know, breathing through a defibrillator. He's it, joking. No, that's not how it works. I'm not. But um, nonetheless, goalkeepers for England. There's a few good ones, you know. We have Aaron Ramsdale, Arsenal, Beast. But we also have Jordan Pickford, Nick Pope. So some solid lineups there. And um, Arsenal, best club in the Premier League. 
Yep. One player who a lot of people think should not have been called up is Harry Maguire. I'm yeah. going to say this. I disagree. I, I really do disagree. Although he's trash with Man U, he's he's not too bad with England. He pulls up when it matters. Really. You're just saying that because you want him to be trash because you don't want England to win. No, he's a slab head. And honestly, I'd punch him in the mouth. And it'd break my, my entire like sternum. Just because of the inertia. You know, whatever you want to call it. But um, Kenner and Trippier, he's, he got the call up. I think... I'm glad that Reese James got injured. I think Kieran Trippier should be starting for England. If Reese James didn't get injured, I don't think he would have, to be completely honest. I really don't. And then in the midfield, Calvin Phillips. Some people don't think he should have been called up. I think it's a good call up due to the fact that we need – we. Oh, no. I'm not English. It's not a we thing at all. So It's a you thing. It's, it's a you thing if you're English. But I think England needed a player like Calvin Phillips. He's a solid player. Of course, they also called up James Madison. Huge call up there. I'm glad they actually called him up. But um, other than that, like I can't really think of anybody who really should have been called up who didn't get called up. We can we can talk about J- yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but can't even understand that guy. I suppose, but. I mean, as long I mean, as you, you want to play a, bar, a clip of him, you can't understand. <laughs> we all know. You Nonetheless, Emil Smith Rowe would have liked to see him with England, but growing surgery, of course. Ben Chilwell also um, taking an issue with the hamstring, therefore not making it. But um, Jadon Sancho obviously not being able to do good enough either. So there's that. A lot of people probably want Jadon Sancho to be included, but he didn't. Nonetheless, that's all about England. So let's move on to a better country. Listen to this gibberish. Okay, go ahead. wait. Let me press press watch stream. I don't think we can play this. We can in a few seconds. Okay. Well, that was trash. I don't want to hear that again. That was terrible. <laughs> and um. Play up to three seconds. Okay. So that works over here on YouTube. Happy birthday. But, Edron, okay? Thanks. What do you know about Edron? Football-wise. Um, <laughs> I was going to say something else, but... Okay. Um, we all know what they're up to. <laughs> okay. But, as, uh, as you have a prediction on it? Um, I mean, not yet. Maybe we can go I mean, over the teams. Dude, you're okay. so light, bro. Continue. I mean, I don't have nothing to speak on our end. I don't want to say nothing too much because it's pretty easy to get an IP address nowadays, and it's easy to get all that kind of stuff. So, Aaron, yeah. if you're listening, uh, good luck on you and Group B. And you're wearing a shirt that says Nuke Squad. But um, shout out to Aaron. But Asmoon, phase up. Asmoon, Sagara Asmoon is a striker for Leverkusen, but he had a calf tear early in October. And he isn't going to quite be making it in time, I don't believe, to play for a run. But they haven't released their squad yet. At least I haven't. I don't have it here, unfortunately. But um, let's move on to the big dogs. I'm talking the U.S. of A. All right. So there's a lot of things that can be said about the U.S. of A. Walker Zimmerman, baby. Walker Zimmerman and Shaq Moore, another Nashville SC player who got called up. Two Nashville SC players. Nice. See. <laughs> I'm about to break out in the song. 
You're going to make me act up. But, um, of course, Shaq Moore coming from the second division of the Spanish League to Nashville SC. Played very well. But um, there is some players who did get included in this U.S. squad that I personally do not agree with. I would have liked to see Ricardo Pepe. I get it. I understand. You know, he didn't do it do well in the Bundesliga. He's popping off in uh, the Dutch League with Groningen. But... He still didn't get the call up. And they're like, well, he didn't do good in the Bundesliga. Okay. He also scored a lot of the goals in the qualifiers that even got us to the World Cup in the first place. And then he gets excluded for players such as Jordan Morris. You know? And honestly, Jordan Morris, he's not a winger. He does offer a different role as a striker. He's got a bigger ability. He is fast. However, he hasn't deserved it in my eyes, personally. And then, honestly... Tanner's going to love this one. Brandon Vasquez, I think he should have been called up. He, he did great for FC Cincinnati. He's a young cam. If we're going to pull in somebody from MLS. Oh, yeah, you're right. Never heard of that. Um, exactly. <laughs> but um, also a great inclusion. Tim Ream, I think, is, is a lovely call up. He's older. He's 35 years old to be. Hey, he was a good exact. quarterback back in the days. Okay, there's a pause in the audio there. No no technical difficulties. Just contemplating whether I still want to do this. But um, Tim Ream, I think, was a great call-up. He's killing in the prem right now with Fulham. You know, he's playing solid. Also, Cameron Carter-Vickers for Celtic getting the call-up. John Brooks is a player who didn't get included. And I don't think that's too bad of an exclusion, to be honest. But um, Chris Richards being out due to a hamstring injury is a bit unfortunate. Luca De La Torre. Um, he did end up making it. There's a few players who are a bit iffy. Of course, McKinney, they're saying, is still undergoing some issues. But, however, he did make it. But Ricardo Pepe, I really think he should have been added to the squad. Like, you have any opinions on that at all whatsoever? Who is that? Ricardo Pepe. Um, Pepe, he used to play for Dallas, <laughs> then moved to Augsburg. Dallas. Now he's playing for Groningen. Well, that's so. probably his problem. Probably should have stayed in Dallas. Yeah. But um, probably be here with us. Tillman also wish he got included. He's been popping off for Rangers, and then we have Pifok for Swiss League. He's or well, not P- Swiss League. He's in Union Berlin right now. Yeah, he's not. He's not there anymore. But he's at Union Berlin. Would have liked to have seen him in it, but unfortunately, he didn't. Um, I wish the team the best. I don't agree with all the decisions here. I mean, he's part of the team. That's yeah. right. And um, I'm curious to see how we'll play. Um, a lot of people say maybe put Gio Reyna in a false nine role. I think a cam role is more suited to him. He does better with somebody directly in front of him. And I'm glad we did pull in Tim Weah. I'm curious to see how Haji Wright will do being in the Turkish League and all that. But nonetheless, three caps. He's Joe Scally, though, is the least cap player. He's playing for Gladbach. He's solid and he's a defender. I'm glad we called him up. But this is a young team. It's a very, very young team, and I'm still excited for it, though. But then the last team in Group B, we have Wales. So there's a lot of players in Wales who people don't really care about because they just look at it as a B-Tech England. But Gareth Bale, I think that's really the only name worth mentioning, personally, the only one that I want to mention. And, um, of course, he has injury issues, but I think he's got a point to prove here. Um, yes, he's older, but I think this means a lot to him. I think he's, he's really going to... He's been balling out at LAMC. 
balling out at LAFC. He yeah. plays good when he wants to, but it's literally when he wants yeah, to. Yeah, whenever he's off the golf course. Yeah, he's better with golf anymore. He likes golf yep. more. But um, uh, another name I will mention, though, is Aaron Ramsey. He's at Nice right now. A bit of an interesting move for him. But um, Ben Davies is a player. Wayne Hennessy is a solid keeper. Not too insane. But Danny Ward, like, Ampadu, Spezia now. I I think Wells has a solid team, but it's nothing exciting. But um, Gareth Bale will really have to pull some strings if he wants to really Warren do anything. Warren can't do team. it all. Unless you're me. But unfortunately, they don't have me. So, um, do you want to go ahead and do your prediction? <clears throat> yeah, sure. <coughs> you want to show the screen again, or you just want me to pick these things? Um, either one. It's fine. All right. We want to show the screen. Make it go faster. First person that's one in Group B is going to be USA. Second, it hurts my heart to say it, but it's going to be England, even though I think Iran would probably destroy them and everything else but football. Um, fourth place, I'd say Wales. Or, I mean, third place, Wales. And fourth place would be Iran. Okay. All right. I don't disagree too much. <clears throat> However, unfortunately, as much as I hate to say it, I do have England topping the group. I know. I think USA will beat England. I really do. Like, uh, maybe it's just me being very hopeful. But I could see the USA beating England and then losing to the other two teams. They're going to beat them by penalties. It doesn't go to penalties. Well, it will today. They don't play today. Yeah, fast forward from now. That's when they'll play. A week from now. What? World Cup, it's like, what, seven days? Shut up. Second place, USA. Third place, Wales. Fourth place, Iran. That's my prediction for Group B. Yeah, this is the first World Cup I'm going to be watching. And honestly, I, I feel really kind of bad it. for you. Like, yeah, I feel like you got screwed over. I, well, I mean, take that back. I watched it last year a little bit, but not. Because I remember the whole thing going on with England. Okay. All the racist comments and all the crazy shit that was going on. I mean, that's the thing that's every year with England. Yeah, that's every country anymore. <clears throat> um, But next up. We got Group C. That is the group that is after B. We have Argentina, 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 Saudi Arabia, Mexico, and Poland. Poor Mexico. Poor Mexico. Okay, so let's start off with Argentina, of course. Um, they have this one player, Lionel Pessi, the GOAT. Lionel Messi. I mean, this... This is a fighting squad. They're they're here for him, you know. Di Maria, people weren't sure if he's gonna be able to make it, but he he did make it. His plans got canceled, so he's like, you know what? I'll come out. Paulo Dybala, unfortunately, wait, did he make it? He did. He did get added to the squad. I didn't know if he'd be fit. Um, what about Los Celso? Los Celso didn't make it. I don't think that's too bad of a hit, but they do have some <laughs> solid players still. Rodrigo de Paul, um. Julian Alvarez, he's not Holland, I understand that, but a backup striker for City who is honestly maybe better than Darwin Nunez. And Lautaro Martinez, hopefully you can actually show up. Christian Romero plays insanely well for uh, Argentina. Argentina, why do I keep saying that? Argentina. I think this is a solid team. Um, Emiliano Martinez, beast of a goalkeeper. He's hilarious as well. He likes to command the field. Um... 
Of course, the most capped player is Lionel Messi with 164. The second most capped in the squad is Di Maria with 123. Uh, Geronimo Rulli, Villarreal keeper, Villarreal, has four caps. And Enzo Fernandez, a midfielder for Benfica, has two. He's actually the one with the least. But um, I do think this is a solid team. Um, Argentina, Argentina has Messi. That's that's one of the big ones. They also have some other stars in there. And these players are willing to fight for Messi. This is a big deal. This is probably sure his last World Cup. Out there to fight for Messi. Yeah, I w- I'd fight for him. I'd fight him. Okay. <laughs> All right. Moving on to the next team. And what team is that? Saudi Arabia. Can you tell me oh, what you know no. about Saudi Arabia? All right, we can skip to the next team. I okay, I do want to say, though, Saudi Arabia, every single player is in the country. Saudi Arabian League. Is it? I think so. That's what I mean. I feel like it should be Saudi okay. Arabia. I mean, yeah, it does really pop off. But um, nonetheless, Saudi Arabia don't have much to say about them. However, wait, wait one minute. I'm going to look something up really quick because if I remember correctly, they have a lot of games scheduled. A lot of what? A lot of games scheduled, like pre-World Cup. So they have a friendly November 16th against Croatia. They played Panama yesterday. They played Iceland on the 6th of November North Macedonia, October 22nd. USA, September 27th. Ecuador, September 23rd. Then the game before that was in June. They are playing a stupid amount of games. And I'm pretty sure they also paused the league. They said, you know what? No league play right now. We're just working on the national team. And that's not something... Yeah. (laughs) Maybe. But... Gays. Good old days. <laughs> okay. Let's say there's no such thing. But um all right, moving on to country I hope does terrible. I don't they're trash is Mexico. Mexico. Um their just fans just skip it. Yeah, because they're toxic. They're they are very toxic. Yeah, it's they are very, very toxic. They're very, very, very toxic. They don't deserve time in our podcast. Let's just skip them. Okay, fair enough. I guess we will go ahead and skip. Now, let me see one thing really quick about them, though. So, I'm not going to skip them. Give me one second. So, Mexico. It looks like they haven't released their squad either. Rats. Rats. That's what but, they um, are, is rats. They play like rats. The country or the people? people? The people that play. They are rats. What about the fans? And I would the fans yeah i wouldn't call them rats but they are toxic okay i'd say they're rats but um poland okay so poland of course robert lewandowski it's a big player there obviously big ups the man yep clap clap claps all around we have millick we have switterski a player plays for charlotte in the mls is a beast i'm glad he got a call off call off call up um, we have Grosicki from Pogon Chess Gestion. Probably saying that wrong. Zielinski, Napoli Beast. Love the dude. He, he plays insanely well. Bedersinski for Santoria, solid player. Gumney, not sure if he's going to be able to make it due to the injury, but he has been added to the match, match squad. Matty Cash, formerly English, decided to go Polish. Of course, he's there too. Kamil Glick, Bednarek, Beast. 
Wojciech Chesney is a great goalkeeper. Same thing with Drogowski. Skorowski, I don't know too much a bit again uh, about. Nonetheless, I think Poland have a very solid team. And I think it may be looked at as a team that's going to have to be heavily reliant on Lewandowski. But I think there is some names out there. The same thing with Argentina. The same thing with Argentina. I do think that Argentina has some players who slightly better outside of just like the Poland squad, obviously. Argentina. Yeah. Okay. Football is your life. Yeah. All right. So predictions, shall we? It's easy. Argentina is winning it. Okay. Poland. I hate to say it, but I think the Rats will get third and Saudi Arabia will get fourth. Even though they're prepared. They're preparing a lot. I mean, they, you know, Poster League, you said they were playing all these games before. I think they're going to fuck up and people are going to get hurt. Okay. Um, I think a lot of people are going to get hurt in this World Cup. I mean, yeah, probably. But, um,. Uh, I'm going to have to agree with that. As much as I want to put Mexico on the bottom, I, I just don't see it. I, I have the same exact Argentina, Poland. I wonder what the Mexico, most Saudi injuries Arabia. is for a World Cup. That's an interesting one to look up. Wow, I go over Group D. We have France, Australia, Denmark, and Tunisia. Also, I want to bring up Netherlands real quick. I know we're off of the Netherlands, but the thing about the Netherlands, it, which is very interesting, did you know they're getting with some of the migrant workers, some of the people who built it, and they're allowing them to train with them there. Yeah, I saw that. And it's Why like they need the train. It's like I, again, that's kind of cool, but at the same time, gotta, it's like the, you need to worry about like, the World Cup. They're like a Nosh guy, you know, they're not gonna want to train. They're working fourteen hours, they're puking and throwing up, <laughs> and then they just get ran over by fifty day ass, And <laughs> they're sweating already, like it's raining outside. And it's just, and, why do they want to train? You know, I, I mean, mean, I could maybe get maybe watch Spectatum train. Yeah. I mean, imagine though they're like, okay, that eighteen-hour shift was fun. Now I need you to dribble past um, the Licht and Van Dyke, and keep doing it until you actually make it. What if what if they get shown up by the migrant workers and it's like, okay, this is just a better. The migrant workers are better than the Netherlands national team. Then what? Like you, you just got to move on from it. But okay, France. All right. So, Group D has France. I already said the names. I ain't going to say it again. But, um, France, it's it's a solid, like, it's a solid national team. I mean, they won the World Cup last year. And do they have a good chance of winning it this time around? Um, not as good as they once did, I don't believe. Like, I don't, I don't think they'll do as well. Due to the fact that they're midfield. And go Conte, Paul Pogba. Pogba, I understand. Doesn't play that great for club level. He does play great for France, you know. He gets to have fun out there. Same thing with Conte. He does great for club level, though. But he hasn't been playing near as well as he usually did. However. Country. You get more passionate about it. You get more passionate about it. It's just a natural thing. And Mike Minan. I would have liked for him to have gotten called up. But he did not get called up. Calf injury. And looking at the team, though. One call-up that I'm happy about is Kingsley Coman. Yeah, I'm a Byron fan. You know, of course I'm happy about it. But he got called up. However, a player who didn't get called up, Ferdinand Mendy, Real Madrid left back. What are your opinions on that? I don't understand why he didn't call for it, to be honest. kind of blew my mind that he get <coughs> didn't get called. See, I feel like I get what you're – I can – 
I, I wouldn't be surprised if he was on this team. However, I do think there is better left backs. Taylor Hernandez, one of the best left backs in the world. He plays for AC Milan. Then his brother, um, Lucas Hernandez. He's played as left back for Dallas. What am I saying? For Byron when Davies is out. But he can also play at center back as well. And then we have Kimpembe, Konate, Kunde, Pavard, right back option, who also can play as a center back. I think there's tons of coverage there. And then we have Saliba also on form for Arsenal. We have Ufa Makano, Varan. This is some very solid players on defense. And I'm not surprised Mindy's. Oh, gosh. I'm not surprised Mindy's not included, but I wouldn't have been surprised if he was. You know, one name I also want to point out Christopher and Kunku. Do I think he'll play very much? No. I don't think he'll play very much for France. The dude's a beast. Kunku. Yeah, he's a beast for Leipzig. He plays for a British team. He's a beast for Leipzig, Red Bull Leipzig in the German league. He used to play for PSG, but um, he did get sold to Leipzig. Plays great there. Giroud also, again, he didn't score a whole lot, or didn't score at all last World Cup, but he's a very great hold-up player kind of guy. Got the experience. Of course, they have Benzema, who got called up this time around. Didn't get called up last time around. But um, Camavinga and Chouamini, they're going to pick up a lot of slack in that midfield. A lot of pressure on them. Chouamini's a beast, though. Too many's a beast. Camavinga, I think, still has a little bit to work on. But um, I'm curious to see how this midfield will be for France. Is that, it's definitely not as strong as it once was. Mm-hmm. I think there's potential there, but I don't know if it's too early or not for that. But moving on to Australia. Um, honestly, don't have a whole lot to say about Australia. Don't really know a whole lot about them. However... I don't even know if they're... Yeah, well, before 13. you go to him, I'm surprised Kamvinga got picked up for France. Are you? To be honest. Okay. I am, yeah. Because I don't see him as a starter for Real Madrid. Okay. I understand that. And I think it's kind of one of those things, it's just the whole potential kind of thing. plays a role. But um, anybody excluded that you can think of that you think shouldn't have been for France, other than Ferdinand Mendy? Uh, just no. It's a Kamavinga. I mean, I just don't... I mean, he's a good player, but I just don't think. I mean, he's not a starter for Real Madrid. I don't think anyone, in my opinion, that's not a starter for a club should be picked up for a national team unless they really desperately need it. Okay. I mean, maybe that's the reason why Mindy didn't. I mean, Mindy doesn't always start for us. Okay. All right. So, Australia. This team isn't just all in the Aussie League. We have a player who's in the Japanese League. Um,. We even have Riley McGrees, a player from Middlesbrough in England. Health Verona player, Ajun Hurstich, player for St. Mary Hearts. So we have some Scottish representation here, pretty heavy. We have Dundee United player, Aziz Bahik. Um, Dejanek, who actually plays in MLS. This is just a very, like, this is a team that hasn't played a whole lot with each other. There is one, two, three, four, four players who have only played for the Ar- 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 Australian national team once. And then there's a few that are also in single digits. Yeah, the most, gonna last. The most cap players has 72 appearances. Or actually 75. Matty Ryan, a goalkeeper who's solid. He's built a name for himself. But um, also a player who got excluded from um, France that I just got notified is Anthony Martial. So, you know, whatever. I don't think that's too big of an exclusion. They have too many players. Oh, um, no. But nonetheless... Moving on to the next team that is in the group, Denmark. 
Denmark wanted to wear a shirt that said something about human rights, but they got yep. denied on that. Um, Which is weird. Yeah, I could. I see. They want to say they want to keep politics up, but then they they have it in Qatar, so it's like it's kind of hard to yeah. ignore what's um, there. Like it's obvious, you know. There's you can't hide from it. If you take you can't hide from politics. Yeah, you can't take politics out of sports because sports are politics. At the end of the day, they always it's are. Like how they say, you know, you... never mind. No, go ahead. I was just say, you... what is it they say? Something about you, you know, you, you take the guy. It's like the rapper. You know, they were talking about, you know, you can take the rapper out of the hood, but you can't take the hood out of the rapper. Yeah. That's basically the same thing. I mean, yeah. Right, I... I mean, you can't take sports out of. You can't take <laughs> politics out of sports because you know. Yeah. Sports is politics. I like the comparison. But um, Denmark team, we have some great players. Daniel Vasas Das, um, Mahil from Atlanta is a beast. We have an older player, Ketter, who has 121 caps, 33 years old. Barcelona center back, Andreas Christensen, former center back for uh, Chelsea Football Club. Uh, there's a little bit of doubts for him, but I think he is going to be able to pull through and Trash. perhaps play in it. Okay, fair enough. Mikhail Damsgaard. So, this is a dude who really showed up last year. Or not last year. Last World Cup, I believe. Maybe it's Euros. I could be saying this wrong. It is a World Cup, I'm pretty certain, though. And Erickson was out, so he got the call-up. And he played pretty well. Erickson is back, though. That's the main name on this team sheet. And That's what I watched last year. It wasn't the World Cup. It was Euros. Okay. Right, fair enough. Two turtles. It wouldn't be last year, but it was two years, years ago. Before. Okay. Don't look at me. Don't look at me with those eyes. All right. Nonetheless, uh, moving on to the next team in Group D, Tunisia. Who? <laughs> Tunisia. Tunisia. Is that another? Is that another country like from Africa? What is um, it? it's kind of the sandy people. Sandy people, like sandy shores. Salty shores. But they haven't released their um, team sheet. I assume it's gonna. Be mostly Tunisian players. Oh, mostly Tun. Yes, it should be all Tunisian players. Man, this is terrible. But um, let's see injuries for Tunisia. Skidery, um, forty-eight caps, twenty-seven years old, suffered a cheekbone fracture. I think he'll still be able to. They can put a mask play. on. He'll right. probably wear a mask, but that's just really one of the only things there. I don't really want to talk about Tunisia too much, but um. All, All right, right, rankings. France, Denmark, Australia, and then Tunisia. Okay. Mine's similar. However, I have Denmark winning it. France, Australia, then Tunisia. Actually, I want to swap Australia and Tunisia. Uh, I think Australia will get fourth in the group. So Denmark, France, Tunisia, and Australia. That is my predictions there. Okay. Okay, moving on to the next group. We have a fun one here. Group E. We have Spain, Costa Rica, Germany, and Japan. Spain. This is a huge talking point. Oh, it does. Yeah, it's one of them. That's for sure. But Spain. There's some players excluded here. Your main man, Sergio Ramos. He's not part of the squad. Nope. I think it's just where he's old. He's old. Same thing with Thiago. Same thing with Thiago. I think the fact that he's injury prone. Did end up getting him excluded from this um, Spanish national team, which is unfortunate. Would have liked to have seen him one last time because 
more likely would have been his last World Cup as well. However, the Spain team, they got some young players on it. Pedri, Gavi, Ansu Fati, Jeremy Pino, Nico Williams, Ferran Torres is still young as well. Um, let's see, Eric Garcia, Hugo Guillermoan. It's Here a young go. team. Oh, no. <laughs> he loses again. Nonetheless, De Gea and Kepa, they haven't been included. However, two other English goalkeepers who are Spanish have. And that's Robert Sanchez from Brighton and David Raya from Brentford. So, something a lot of people will disagree with there. Atletico Bilbao keeper Unai Simone. He's a solid keeper. He plays well. He shows up for Bilbao. So, you know, I'm sure he'll do great. But the Spanish team isn't near as interesting as it used to once be, in my opinion. Yes, it's got Pedri and Gavi. Yes, it's got a solid player like Rodri and Marcus Lorente. But it also has Alvaro Morata up top. Ansu Fati up top. He's not as good as people think he is. He's not. Like, I just... Pedro's a good player, I think. Pedro's good. I'm not, I'm not doubting that at all. But, um... However, Kepa, of course, has had some injuries. Danny Olmo. He... He didn't get included. And that is... One that is just crazy to me. Because he's a beast. He, he's really he's a really solid player, but... No, he had he hadn't been included unless I'm overlooking something. Oh, he has been. Okay, I was about to say I overlooked it, so that's on me. That's on me. And um, Oyarzabal, well, did he get included? Oyarzabal well, didn't. I think he's injured though, so that's a bit unfortunate. But that's that's the sport. He had an ACL tear, so he had to play most of the season. But moving on to the next team, Costa Rica. Anything to say about Costa Rica? Beautiful country. <laughs> Football-wise? Dude, yeah, they're going to lose. Okay. Keylor Navas, though. Maybe make it to the World Cup. Keylor Navas, though. Don't know who that is. PSG keeper. Plays behind Donnarumma. Real Madrid legend. Keylor Navas. He, he's a beast. But he'll have to do a whole lot. Do what I think he'll Kalor like key and then L O R, one word and then Navas is his last name, and it's just one of those things he's gonna have to do a whole lot. Oh, like really? he can he can I stop all the goals, but I don't know if Costa Rica's capable of really scoring many. I didn't know he was Costa Rican. Yeah, he's a beast. He doesn't get much playtime either. He's been well rested, but obviously there's a chance that he may be a little bit out of form due to not having many games. Obviously he still trains and all that, but. Donnarumma, of course, starting over him. But this is his last World Cup as well, probably. <clears throat> okay, next up, though. We'll move on to some big boys. Hansi Flick's German national team. And there is some players who aren't part of this. You probably should be. And there's also a few rough injuries. So, Timo Werner, the Bana, injured. Uh, in a Leipzig Champions League win over Shakhtar Donetsk. He has a foot injury. Very, very unfortunate. Florian Vets. This is a player. He's, I, I love him. I think he's so great. However, he did have an ACL injury earlier in the year back in March. So he's been sidelined for the most part. And it's just too risky, really. I would have liked for them to have at least called him up. But um, he didn't get called up. Called up. And then we have Marco Royce. This dude's always injured, injury prone, 
it's it's just he's one of the better players that, of the generation, but injuries. And also one player I will. One player that some people don't believe should be part of it is Mario Goza. This is a guy who won Germany the World Cup back eight years ago against Argentina. He got subbed in and scored the winner. And I are they just putting the same him, thing? You never know. It's like are they just putting him in for the vibes? See, he had it. He had a rough patch. He's playing well again though. So whether he can actually pull through and do something, I'm not too sure. Do I think he'll be starting? I don't. I don't think he'll be starting. He's playing good at Eintracht Frankfurt. Playing good at PSV, of course, but one player I'm very upset is not part of this team. Hani Mukhtar. MLS MVP. Yes, I get it. He's in MLS. But I think this would be a fun player to have. You know, I I get it. We have midfielders and forwards like but Adigimi, he hasn't played very well at all for Dortmund. Nicholas Fulkrug, happy he got called up. A big striker who's been playing very well this year. On form when it matters. Well, not usually, but this year. And he has absolutely zero caps. Has never played for the German national team. First game's going to be in the World Cup, if he does play, which he should. Armel Belakalchak is a defender who has only had one cap. He's a young player. He's a young and promising player. But uh, Matt Hummels is one that people believe should be playing. David Raum, also there's some people who don't think that he should be playing. Although he's a great left back, he has not been on form. Hasn't been doing very well for Leipzig this year. And who knows? Antonio Rudiger, though. He's part of the team. Of course, he's a beast of a center back. We have Jamal Musiala, young player who's been playing insane for Bayern right now. I think he'll have a huge effect. Serge Gnabry, Kai Havertz, Muller. Of course, he's older. He's an older player, but... He does offer that diversity, the dynamic that he adds. You can shift him out of the wing. He's not a fast player, but most of the time his passes are sublime. He's going to be one of the best passers on the field, as well as Yajua Kimmich. Jonas Hoffman as well. It's a player not a lot of people talk about. Great system player. Does great for um, much of Gladback. Doesn't get a lot of praise, but he's one of those players that really lets everything run together. Same thing with Ilkay Gundogan. It's one of the most tactical masterpiece players of the game I believe and um, nonetheless I think Germany are, are a very solid team especially with Hansi Flick next up though we have Japan alright Takahiro Tomiyasu we're going to break him up obviously Arsenal Beast uh, we have the likes of Minamino um, Liverpool dude in Monaco now but um, yeah Japan as Takafusa Kubo. Been a lot of hype around him in the past. So I'm curious if you guys haven't. You guys need to watch us on Nim's YouTube video. That Then you get a Japan uh, jersey. When? Or was it a Korean? Yeah, no, I, I did get a Korean yeah, you one. Yeah, yeah, not Korean. Korean a Japan one in the box. Yeah, yes. Japan. Yeah, feel, free to, feel free to do that yeah. as well. Oi SNL is a YouTube channel there. Yeah. But uh, thanks. Thanks for the plug. Um, nonetheless. Opinions on Group E. How do you think they're going to stand? We have Spain, Costa Rica, Germany, Japan. I think it's a Japan. tough one. Okay. I think um, Germany will probably win it. Okay. Um, probably Spain. I'm going to take Spain. Costa Rica over Japan. 
Okay. So ours is very different here, other than the first pick. I have Germany winning it. Second place, Japan. Spain. I don't I don't think they'll make it out of the group. I think they'll get third place. Bit of a bold prediction, I understand that. Then fourth place I have Costa Rica. Killer Navas, I think he'll have a couple good games and play well, but even if he stops every shot, I don't know if Costa Rica will be able to score a bunch of goals. However, it's the World Cup. That's the thing about the World Cup. Teams show up. Teams do show up. Now, in my opinion, this is one of the crazier groups. Belgium, Canada, Morocco, and Croatia in Group F. I can't believe Eden Hazard got pulled into Belgium. Dude, Eden Hazard's a beast, bro. No, he's not. He's one of the best Premier League players of all time. Yeah, in the past. He is a beast. He's horrible. Dude. He's probably a good guy, and he plays for Real Madrid, but he's trash. Okay. He's not what he used to be. I understand that, and I do agree. I hate that it's like that. I just but... don't know how he got picked up when, I don't know, others didn't get picked up. Okay. I can see that. For example, like Mindy. I mean, well, Eden Hazard never starts for us. The only time he plays is when Benzema's hurt. To be fair, you got to think about the depth of the France national team as opposed to Belgium. True. And Furlan Mindy has never had on, an impact on a France national team that – that Hazard has, or on the sport of football either. Hazard is an icon, a club icon for Chelsea or the English league. Did he perform at Real Madrid? No. But, however, Belgium, they're obviously going to call him up. That's one of their better players of all time. He does have quite a few caps for them, of course, as well. He has 122. 122 caps. He's an older player, 31 years old. Dries Mertens, 35 years old, also got a call up. Um, Thorgan Hazard, Eden Hazard's brother, solid player. Um, a lot of people he's are like, oh, for. plays for Borussia Dortmund. He's played for Munch and Gladbach, but he's a Dortmund now. He's a solid player. Um, Axel Fitzel at Atletico Madrid now, 33 years of age, has quite a few caps as well as his name, 126 to be exact. And Charles de Ketteler, CDK, AC Milan striker, 21 years old, 10 caps. This dude's a name. That we're going to be talking about years from now. He's going to be in a bigger. I'm not going to say the next Messi. Nothing, not even similar to that kind of player. But this dude is good. He is really, really good. Kevin De Bruyne, best midfielder, um, best attacking midfielder in the sport right now. Like it's, he's just insane. Thomas Munier, people didn't think he'd be making the squad due to injury. However, he didn't make it. Salamakers, he didn't quite make it. Of course, playing sometimes as a right mid, sometimes as a right back. I don't think that's too big of a loss. Courtois in goal for Belgium. Of course, Real's keeper. He's been playing great. Mm-hmm. He had that rough game not that long he's ago. A but, uh, but he's a solid keeper. He's big. He's 30 big years old now. Dog, uh. I kind of forget that he's as old as he is sometimes. But um, How long ago keepers are going to play for? It, it all depends. They're usually one of the last kind of players to retire. Um, times being around 35 to even 40. So he's still got quite a few years in him. But um, this Belgium team's a solid team. But they do struggle to win silverware, unfortunately. Now this next team, Canada. Oh, no. Opinions on Canada? Uh, Davies. I'm ready to watch him play. Alfonso Davies. Okay. See, Canada doesn't look like they have released their team either. Um... Bar any injuries, uh, 
Davies had a little bit of a rough spot, but he should be back for the World Cup. That's pretty much been confirmed. He said he'll be fine. Jonathan David, a great Canadian player. Alistair Johnston, also a great Canadian player. I know it's kind of an odd one to point out, but he did, of course, play for Nashville SC. Of course, now back in Canada, but still in the MLS. But there are some solid players for Canada. They've performed well. I, I think they're a solid team. A lot of people may not agree, but I, I do think that they're a solid team. Jonathan David, like I said, he's a beast. Alfonso Davies, he's a beast. Hutchinson's old. He'll probably still make the team. But, um, yeah. When's the deadline they have to announce? Is there a deadline? I'm not too sure. Probably here shortly, though. Like I said, by the time this podcast is out, everybody's probably announced their World Cup squads. But as the World now, Cup is what? Literally in seven days, right? Um, it's on the twentieth. Nine. Nine days. I believe so. Yes. Fact check me on that because this is the podcast. Right. It'd be horrible to say that wrong. Okay. Um, one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> six, seven, eight, nine. Nine days. It's on Sunday. Okay. Sucky day to start it on. Well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Next team. Morocco. You got a whole lot to say about Morocco? Nah, it's like Costa Rica. I don't know anything about those guys. Just another island. Okay. It's not even an island. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. But um, Yusuf and Nesri, he's a Sevilla player. He's a little bit of a doubt to be playing, however he is making it. Amrabat's playing, Fiorentina player, of course. Nusser Mazraoui, he's a very solid player, young a young player playing at Bayern, doing all right. Hakimi, though, um, I'm curious to see whether he'll be playing a right back or more so like a winger role. But he's, of course, good. Bono's a solid keeper for Sevilla as well. And there's not a whole lot of names on here that a lot of people may be familiar with. We do have Hamdala, Al-Itihad, striker, pretty much a legend in the Saudi Arabian League from what I know. Harit. Of course, former Schalke beast. Now at Marseille. Not too sure how he's doing now. But um, Ziyech. That's a name to point out. Chelsea player there. Of course, he likes to do his little tricks and flicks. But I'm curious to see how Morocco will do. I'm curious to see how a lot of these teams will do, obviously. But now the last team in Group F. We have Croatia. How do you feel about Croatia? Good, good, good. I think, uh, well, I don't want to do predictions yet. But, <laughs> you know, they got Modric's. They do have Modric. Played like a beast. He won the Ballon d'Or for his performance in the World Cup um, last time around. And he's he's still healthy. He's old, but he's got the experience, and he's still moving. He's still doing yep. great. Cruz, of he's course. He's still got another 10 years. I don't know about all that, but perhaps. <laughs> like Cruz, for example, uh, Modric's uh, midfield duo partner. He is, of course, not play playing. Exactly. Hansi Flick apparently tried to get him to. However, he declined it. So, you know, would like to see him one more time, but he probably got a spirit to question yep. that last one. He did, however, score a legendary free kick. But um, there it is. We have Croatia. Marcelo Brozovic. Did he get the call up? It appears that he did not. He suffered from an injury. It's a pretty big no. No, he actually did. Um, whether or not he'll play or not, I'm not too sure. But Ivan Perisic is a beast. Uh, we have the likes of Loco Madrid's, like we already mentioned. Maher from Rens. He's a younger player, 24. I think he could be pretty solid. As well as Vida. He's not He's not a younger player. He's 33. But Gavardiol from Leipzig. 
beast of a center back, brick wall. I'm sure he'll be moving somewhere else pretty soon. 20 years old, but I think that's going to be one of the better center backs in the years to come. He's already a beast in the Bundesliga. Same thing with Sosa at Stuttgart. He's a fullback, but he's a great one. Also, we have Lovren, who's at net now. He did get the call up. And one name I want to mention, Josip Stanisic. Yes, he plays for Bayern. Yes, I mentioned Bayern players, of course. But this dude is, has met me, so I think that alone is enough for him to be great impact. Met. That's the guy I met, took the picture with. Glad that he ended up getting called up. Whenever yeah. they played against France um, a while back, he pocketed Mbappe. He said he's used to playing against fast players all the time. He just knew to not get too close. He's a young player, not too sure if he'll start, but I think he'll I think he'll get a few starts. Maybe I'm wrong, but Croatia, it's a very very solid team. But um, predictions on Group F? Yeah, I think uh, Belgium, Croatia, Canada, Morocco. <laughs> so I'm not gonna lie, this is the hardest group for me. This is like this is genuinely the hardest group for me to do, and. I'm going to say it. In first place, I'm going to put Belgium. And that's even hard on me to decide on that. Second place, Canada. Third place, Croatia. Fourth place, Morocco. Why do you got Canada second? I think they're a solid team. I think they're the dark horses. Okay. I could be horribly wrong there, but you don't think USA is dark horses? I don't. No. Fair enough. Unfortunately, and see here's Why the thing: dark horses. Like, what makes you think that? Because they're not—they're not a hyped-up team. They're, they're not the expected underdogs. to do very well. They're the underdogs in this group. There's always a group that has upsets in it. Yeah. And honestly, it's one of those things. I don't think Canada will win the group, but I think they'll do enough to get second. Like, if Belgium don't That's win it, I, I think, think it'll Ecuador be Croatia. I think going to be upset for Group A. You never know. I mean, you never know. Like, that's yeah, the dude. thing. Like, everything's stupid until it happens. If it don't happen, then it's stupid. But, I mean, I think Croatia could win the group. I think they could, they could get third. I think Belgium you have three teams though. that can win it. I mean, unfortunately, only two can. I know, but I think you have three that could potentially win it, I'm saying. Like, I, I mean, know they can, ten- but I'm saying, like... But technically, Canada, there's four, because Morocco too. I know, but I'm. I see. Well, they're not. There's the possibility. There's no way. There's four teams that can win it, but only I one know, of those four can. But I only can see three doing it if. Like only three of them have a chance. Scratch that. Morocco's winning it. the World Cup. I'm sure. Mar- <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> uh, do you see what I'm trying to say? That I, I know like, what you're saying. I know yeah. what you're saying. I'm just yeah. being a prick. Maybe one of the next fucking group. Group G, Brazil. So, the favorites of the World Cup, um, Brazil, yep. along with Argentina, of course. Neymar. Neymar is a big one, obviously. Vinicius Jr. Vinicius Jr., Rodrigo, even. Yep. Three. We have the likes of Danny Alves, 39 years old, 125 caps. Do you agree with that? Him being called up. Of course, he's playing for Pumas in the Mexican uh, captures, League. Uh, cap, like, you know, flag captures. It's a lot. That's a lot, yeah. Like, he won that. Not only the round, but the whole match. That's a hard carry. I don't carry. think. Anyone's ever done that in the Call of Duty League ever. Okay. For the most flag captures. Danny Alves, best player in the CDL, or whatever it is. Or CWL. It's CDL. It's, CDL. 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 <laughs> it's horrible. Anyways. But um, this is a national team that has a couple players in the Brazilian League. A few even. Pedro, two caps. 
a player for Flamengo. Another one, Everton Ribeiro for Flamengo. 22 caps. He's 33 years of age. And then the third Brazilian player, Weverton. 34 years old, 11 caps. There is... Like, this is the depth of the squad. It's insane. Um, Gabriel Jesus got the call up. I'm, I'm glad that he got that. Richarlison. I don't know if he should have gotten it. But um, we also have Gabriel Martinelli. Some people may not agree with that. And then Gabriel... The center back for Arsenal. He didn't get the call up. Yep. Do I do I disagree with that? Has he been on form? He's been on form, yes. But the center backs, the, de- the defense, I think they want that Juve link up, the Juventus link up. Bremer is solid. Alexandro, of course, is the left back. Tiago Silva, some coverage as, as a center back. Edder Militao obviously has to be there as well. Mm-hmm. It's just, this is a solid team. It's Brazil's got the depth. Win. I think that's who's going to win the entire World Cup. You could leave that for the end, Shelby. That's who I think is going to win. When we go up, the bracket as we go, you could have left that till the end. Well, how do you know I'm really telling the truth? <laughs> Why would you lie? What would I tell the truth? Morals? <laughs> do you think I have morals? <laughs> We're on the next one. Lucas Paqueta. What about him? Diego Carlos. Injuries. Okay. Yeah. Just, just a couple days I wanted to bring up. But Lucas Paqueta, of course, still made the squad. However, the next group, next not next group, next team, Serbia. What do you think about Serbia? Pretty cold. Okay. Do some blah. They're gonna have a hard time getting used to the weather. Okay. Um, Mitrovic, Blahovic, they're solid strikers. They're big men. They're very similar players. In my eyes, I mean. I can see them both doing well, of course. Serbia. They have released their team, of course. Malinkovic Savage is a part of it. He's a beast for Lazio. Dimitrovic is a solid keeper for Sevilla, of course. We have there's just a whole lot of itches in this team. Literally the whole team, really. Except Gudelj. There's literally one player that's name doesn't end with itch. But Miladanovic for Ligia Warsaw. I mean, this is one of those teams, like, I think that they'll play good together. There's not big names. Luka Jovic, thought he used to be great for Fion. A lot of itch. A lot of itch. That's all itches but one. Gudelj for Sevilla. It looks like Sodden. But um, Luka Jovic used to be a beast for Frankfurt. Went to Real, ruined his career, and now he's at Fiorentina. But who knows how they'll do. Who knows? But um, moving on to the next team in the group. Switzerland. Switzerland. Yep. What do you think about Switzerland? Um, I don't want to say predictions, but I think they're one of the <coughs> teams that will make it out. Okay. Jan Sommer, one of the best goalkeepers in the world. I'll stand by it for for quite a good time. Gregor Kobel, Dortmund keeper, also not bad. Jan Sommer, though, is one of the best keepers. And that alone's a cheat code. They also have the likes of Akanji, who's trash at Dortmund, playing a little bit better for City now. Bobby and Shar, Newcastle, solid center back as well. Elvetti for much and glad that. Grant Shaka turned things around. He's playing like a beast at Arsenal now. Zakaria for or Zakaria for Chelsea. Um he's also a solid player. Jubril So, beast as well. I know I'm kind of saying similar things, but then we have the likes of Sheridan Shakiri, Chicago Fire. Yes, he's in MLS now, but he does have that experience. 108 caps, 31 years of age. We have Fastnacked. Who plays for young boys, not plays with young boys like my co-host Shelby here. But <laughs> I do, I do that. 
<laughs> but um, Noah Okafor, that's a younger player. I do know someone that does that. We won't say his name. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but Okafor, he he's a younger player. Oh, a lot of eyes will be on him, I do believe. And I just I think this is a solid team. Ruben Vargas for Augsburg. Of course, I do have some ancestry. Switzerland's a team that I do support. Obviously, USA is number one, but Switzerland's one of those ones deep Linux down. is going to like that. Who? The guy you were talking to in my Twitch chat. He's Switzerland. Okay, okay. He's Swiss. He's not Switzerland. He's not a country, shall Sweden. we? He's from Sweden? Mm-hmm. That would be Swedish. Yep. Sweden's not in the World Cup. I know. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> okay, Cameroon. You got much to say about Cameroon? No. What about Cameron? Cameron. This is, yeah, this is just the African version of Cameron. Cameroon. Andre Onana is a keeper. Another keeper whose name I want to mention and say incorrect. First name, Simone. Last name, Ngapanduit Mbu. So, probably saying that wrong. He's 19 years old, has zero caps. But, um, Zambo and Gisa. Yep. Zambo and Gisa for Napoli. Toko and Kambi. Abubakar. Abubakar. There we go. Aboob and a car. Yeah, that's crazy. (laughs) That's insane. That's That's like. I love a birthday gift. Eric Maxim Chupo. Goat Tings. Bayern Munich Beast. Dude's on form. Hope he does well. But, um,. Then the final team in this group. You know who they are? The final group? Yeah. I do. My uh, thing froze. I don't. You don't? No. Bro. Why not? There's no last group. You already went through four group teams. Er, did I? Yeah, Brazil, Switzerland, Serbia, and Cameron. Okay. All right. Um, so what are your predictions on it? Brazil, number one, two, Switzerland, three, Serbia, four, Cameron. Group G, my predictions here. So, I'm going to say Brazil, first place. I think that's pretty, pretty obvious. Second place, I'm going to go with Switzerland. Third place, I'm going to go with Serbia. Fourth place, Cameroon. That's been a rough one. Of course, you'd copy. Yeah, of course. No disrespect. Okay, so Group H, we have Portugal, Portugal Ghana, Ugaria, and yeah. South Korea. Ugaria. Uruguay. 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 Basically, Uruguay. I mean, yeah. But um, Portugal. Uruguay. Anything to say about Portugal? I mean, Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Yep. Okay. Um, That's all you need is Ronaldo. Yeah, Renato Sanchez excluded from the team. A lot of people may not agree with that. Being a young player of the tournament before, or like he's a golden boy, but he doesn't play at PSG. He gets benched, unfortunately. Yeah. Pepe. Pepe, thirty-nine years of age, is playing in the World Cup. He's still got it. He's got the experience. Age is just a number. Not always. Nonetheless, Jao Cancelo is a beast. Nuno Mendes, young player for PSG. He's been playing well. Bruno Fernandes is a rat, but he's still good. Bernardo Silva, work rate's insane. Paulinha uh, for Fulham. Happy for him. Matinha getting the call up, perhaps being the replacement for Renato Sanchez. Of course, we have Ronaldo. We have Jao Felix, who's a young player, is great. Andre Silva can also score some goals. 
Raphael there's Liao. Guys, there's a fighter named that. It's that I said Andre. Uh, I said Anderson. Man, you're handsome. <laughs> nonetheless, nonetheless, Raphael Liao. This dude's been popping off for Milan. He's he's another player. Name just like CK. Turtle. Perhaps. I mean, we don't know really. Raphael. That's a chance. Or Leonardo, like a mixture of the two, really. But yep. poor school. They got a solid team. They got some great young players. Of course, they have Ronaldo as well. Ricardo Pereira suffered an injury as well as Diogo Yota. I think that's a big hit, personally. Diogo Yota. Um, but who knows? Who knows? Maybe they don't need him. I do think he would have, of course, helped the team more if he was on it as opposed to not because I don't think anybody will fill those shoes that he did. However, Rafael Leal might, but Ronaldo's going to want this World Cup. It's, it's We all want to see Argentina versus Portugal in the final. Not this all of us, but the sport does. Exactly. You would expect it to be his last one. But uh, moving on to the next country in the group, Ghana. Anything to say about them? Uh, I know a guy that had gonorrhea once. It's, it's pretty it. much the same thing. Yeah, we can move on. We don't even have to talk to them. They haven't even released their team yet either, right? Nope. No point. Well, but they have Giasi, who, and Sulamana, unlikely to play. But um, next group, or next team, Uruguay. Uruguay. Fede Valverde. Federico Valverde. The beast. Yeah, Valverde, baby. Man, I hate that he plays Real. He's so good. I, you I hate he plays for Real. I hate that he plays for Real. Yeah. I'm too fucking bad. He's Bar staying forever. Why are you acting like this? Because he's never come to Bayern Munich. <laughs> we don't need him, to be fair. But um, Arsenal should take him. Luis Suarez no. playing the World Cup. Probably his last World Cup. We have Darwin Nunes. Edinson Cavani. Probably his last World Cup. Of course, like I said, Valverde. That's a big player there. Rodrigo Bentancur, Um Diego Godin. Jimenez. Caceres. Who's at LA Galaxy now. I didn't know that until I was watching him play in Nashville. I was like, wait a minute. But Muslera, 36 years old. This is a goalkeeper who plays for Galatasaray. He's been great throughout his career. He's one of those names that don't get brought up a whole lot, but he's a very consistent, solid goalkeeper. Pretty much know what to expect out of him. This is a team that Hugo, one of our dear friends, um, likes a lot. Uruguay He's always been a fan of them. And they're always a solid team. Not one to sleep on at all. But um, then we have Korea. There's a doubt that Sun, South Korea, to be exact, not the North one. That'd be more interesting. But <clears throat> Youngman's like Sun. Pretty much. Same thing, right? But South Korea, Sun. Does anything else really need to be said? That's it. I mean, they, they were talking about him maybe not playing, but. He looks to be playing. He, he wasn't like playing fun. at first, wasn't he? Didn't they not call him, and then they, yeah. then they end up calling him? Yep. Yeah. So I feel like, I feel like it's still, I think it's still up in there. And it's one of those things, though. Whenever a player gets injured, a lot of times you'll have the national team doctors saying a different thing from the club doctors. Yeah. The national team doctors want to get them players out on the field. They don't think of it long term. They're like, our job is to get this player on the field. We're going to get him out on the field. They play. They get injured. Then they're ruined for the okay. club. Like, Where's stuff like that. With? It's like the club doctors a lot of times do have more in mind because they know that they're trying to invest in this player. Whereas this is kind of like 
a for the moment thing. Araujo, Barcelona center back, also has had injury troubles. I do believe could be wrong on that, but he he should be playing. Um, that's for Uruguay, of course. And yeah, but Group H, the final group predictions on it: Portugal, Uruguay, Ghana, and South Korea. Okay. So my predictions on this is Uruguay. Uruguay, um, Portugal, and I'm going to go with Korea, and then Ghana. So, I have Uruguay winning that group. Okay. Right, so, that does put us in the round of 16. You've been filling out your graph, right? Yeah. You want to screen share that, and we'll go through your round of 16? Yeah, we can. So, match 49, you have Ecuador versus England. Who do you think is going to go through there? England will win. Okay. This would be amazing to watch. Tony yeah. Cross was playing. Let's, how about you do it in order? I am. I am. I'm just saying okay. it would be amazing. Okay. Argentina. All right. I'm sorry, but I'm going to say it. USA. Okay. That'd be a crazy upset. It's going to be. France. Again, this would be awesome to see. And I hope this is a match that we actually do see. Yeah. Hopefully. I'd say Germany. This would also be another good match, I feel like, to watch. This whole bottom, I think, would be great. These oh, matches yeah. here. Well, it's the round of 16. If, if this how it goes. Is, yeah. And I would have to say Brazil. And I'm going to sadly say Belgium. I would have said different if, you know, my man Sergio Ramos was playing. Uh, then I'd say Portugal. Okay. I'll, now I'll go through my round of 16. Um, so, in match 49, I have Netherlands versus USA. As much as I hate to say it, I think Netherlands will pull through on that. Match 50, I have Argentina versus France. And that'd be interesting to see. I would have Argentina winning that. Match 51, England versus Senegal. Do have England winning that. Match 52, Denmark versus Poland. I'd like for Poland to pull through, you know. However, I I think I'd have to go with Denmark. Match 53, Germany versus Canada. Okay, so here's the thing. I say I think Canada could be ones to not sleep on. But at the same time, Germany just looked too good. So I'm going to have to go with Germany. Um, would prefer them to win too, of course. Match 54, Brazil versus Portugal. Huge match this would be. I would go with Brazil. Match 55, Belgium versus Japan. And here I would put Belgium winning it. Match 56, Uruguay, Uruguay versus Switzerland. I believe we'd see an upset. Switzerland beating your guy. So, next up on your side, quarterfinals. Before we do that, I think we need to. We should keep these two safe. Yeah. See how close our predictions are. Oh yeah, for sure. Match fifty-seven. I got England playing against Argentina. Obviously, Argentina would beat their ass. Uh, match fifty-eight. I have Germany versus Brazil, which would be an insane match to watch. But I would have to go with Brazil. Thinking to be very close. Match 59, I have USA versus France. 
which I would love to see some USA kick some French motherfucker <laughs> ass. But, you know, France is going to come up in clutch. Belgium versus Portugal. I mean, Ronaldo is probably going to score three times. And look at Eden Hazard while spinning in the air, holding his heart. Okay. So Portugal's going to win that. All right, so match 57. I have Netherlands versus Argentina. And I think Argentina will win that. Germany versus Brazil. We've seen the scoreline before in the past. Germany's had the upper hand on Brazil. However, this time around, I think there would be some defensive deficiencies in the um, center backs. I just think this is just such a hard one. Germany versus Brazil. Like I'd almost like to see it as a final as opposed to just a quarterfinal. Um, because I would like looking at the other teams who are in this. It's like I think that Germany or Brazil should be able to make it past. Whereas in my next matchup, I have England versus Denmark. It's like one of them should be playing them. But however, I will go with Brazil. As much as I hate to say it, um, I think some injuries could plague Germany, perhaps. But um, let's say freaking love to get injured. Bayern players love getting injured, so there's a high chance of that. Match 59, England versus Denmark. Maybe it's just because I really want it to happen and England to lose, but I'm going to put Denmark beating England. Match 60, Belgium versus Switzerland. Belgium winning it. So, moving on to the semifinals for you. Argentina, match 61 versus Brazil. I think Brazil would probably win. Be a huge upset. I wouldn't call it an upset. Mm. Fair enough. Match 62, you would have France versus Portugal. I think this would be another upset. <coughs> Portugal beating France. Okay. wouldn't really call it an upset either, but fair enough. Um, well, I mean, the only reason I would support France is because of my man Benzema. But other than that. Okay. All right. So, I mean, a real French person. Fair enough. Algerian. But match 61. Argentina versus Brazil. I have Brazil winning that. Match number 62. Denmark versus Belgium. I have Belgium winning that. And this is one of those things, like, I look at my final matchup, and it's like, do I really think this will happen? I'm not too sure. Honestly, I hate doing predictions. Not a fan of them. But here we are. Nonetheless, the final. You have Brazil versus Portugal. I have Brazil versus Belgium. So... How we think it's going to And I'm going to have to agree. Brazil. And it looks like most predicted to win by readers, including me. Argentina's 26%, Brazil's 22%, and England's 9%. You got to realize this site is telegraph.co.uk, so, of course. Yeah, it's true. Okay, and do you remember those, um, before we do end off the podcast, do you remember the questions I'd asked you? That I DM'd you? No. Okay, I don't either, so I'm looking it up. I don't think you ever asked me questions. Well, I said some things to keep in mind. Of course, like predictions and stuff. Well, predictions, injuries, I mean, I didn't know the World Cup was that dark with all these, uh, what do you call migrant workers, really? They're more yeah. slaves, basically. Okay. Um, so, best part of the tournament, what do you think it's going to be? Best player of the tournament? Yes. Federico Valverde? Yes. I think he's going to go off. (laughs) Okay. Of course, that doesn't mean, like, top goal scorer or anything like that. It just 
best player. I don't think he'll be the top goal scorer, but I think he's going to be the top player, and I think he'll probably at least get, I want to say, I'm just going to shoot it out there. I'm going to say at least six goals. Six goals would put him in contention of winning it. We'll let it be. I think he'll score at least six goals. Okay, so top goal scorer, who do you think that'll be? Messi, that's got to be a favorite, right? Like, obviously. Um, oh, I would love to see Ronaldo though get it, and it'd be like, what else are you guys gonna talk shit about him now? Yeah. So. I think he has a lot to not really prove, but I think, I guess some people could say he has a lot to prove. Yeah. He's the goat. I think he would go crazy though if he did. You know who I had winning the Golden Boot last year, or not last year, but last World Cup? Who? Timo Werner. You know how many he scored? Zero goals. <laughs> this time, this time around, uh, and you know, some people may disagree. I'm gonna go with Gabriel Jesus. From Brazil. For Brazil, I think he'll be top scorer. I mean, obviously, there's some there's some other players out there who could get it. Obviously, I mean, anybody could in the World Cup, right? But um, anybody Brazil, they have a lot of good players up front. Yeah, CDK, Charles de Ketelaer. Uh, I don't know if he can quite pull it together for Belgium being at a young age. Um, I think that's somebody whose name we'll have to throw out there, of course. Um, like Argentina, obviously Messi. Like, there's a high chance of that. Harry Kane won it last time around. I don't think he'll win it again. Harry Kane won it? Yep. But Germany, Musiala, I could see doing really well. I don't know if he would necessarily score the goals. But I think he could be one of the better players in the tournament. And maybe there's a little bit of bias, but I think he is the best young player in the world right now. But um, also, I know I did say um, Gabriel Jesus. Honestly, like one of the things I was trying to decide on one or the other, maybe Memphis Depay for the Netherlands. I'd love to see it. Um, who knows? I think, he, I think he has a high chance, though. Like, if you had to tell me to choose... Two players, I think I would go with Gabriel Jesus and Memphis Depay. I don't think Messi will be top scorer. I think I would be surprised, but I'm saying like I I predict them because although Messi can be that guy, he's gonna feed his team a lot. I think I think he may be a little bit more selfish than usual and all that because he knows that he'll have to pull through. But I think he'll score quite a few goals. But I wouldn't be surprised if he got. Did you predict Brazil to win before you did this prediction? Yes. Yes, okay. I did. And it's one of those things. Whenever you break it down, these predictions, though, obviously there's some teams like. Honestly, I think Canada is a dark horse, but at the same time, I don't think that they would make it past Germany. And it's one of those things like Brazil. Obviously, is the favorite, and I hate choosing the favorite and all that. But I don't want to just be like, oh, it's gonna be this person just because, or be this team just because I want to be different, you know. Like, it just makes sense, like, that Brazil could win it. They got the most depth, in my opinion. They've been playing insanely well. But the high chance of it being a South American team, either Argentina or Brazil. Um, also, before we go, like I said, this is a longer podcast. This is going to be one of those, like I said, it's the pilot episode for, like, the World Cup stuff. We'll be talking about the World Cup for the next several podcasts because that's going to be the hot topic. Then once yep. the World Cup's over, we'll move on from there. We got tons of more stuff to talk about. But um, 
players who aren't going to be making it to the World Cup because their national teams didn't make it. Obviously, Holland's one that everybody would love to see. Um, with, with Norway, obviously they didn't make it. Um, another one, Havika Kavara, Kavara Shkalia, who plays for Napoli. I think he's an insanely great young player. And, of course, he plays for Georgia. Not the state, but the Republic of Georgia. Do, they, do I think they'll ever make the World Cup? No. I mean, there's quite a few teams that have never state made the World country, Cup. country, both good teams. Yeah. Like Luxembourg have tried 20 times, never made it. I think they're the country that has tried to – or has had, like, the most attempts without making it or something. Um, Finland. Speaking of Georgia, I'll never person. go back. The state? Yep. Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta, no. Georgia. What an experience. We could talk about that one day because that was stemmed from a soccer trip. Yeah, we'll talk about it with Tanner. Yeah, or some of the guys mm-hmm. from the team. Maybe. And I'll, yeah, sure. <clears throat> Nonetheless, like, do you have any last words? Um. Well, besides, you know, make sure you guys – we should probably say this <coughs> at the beginning of the podcast. We did. But make probably. sure no, – no, no, we didn't. Okay. Make sure to rate us, subscribe, follow – Comment, rate it, whatever it is on all these different applications we got. Still fairly new to all of this. We're still learning it all. Also, comment down below if you made it this far into the podcast. Um, you know, either a link to your full predictions or just whoever you think's going to win it. Please leave comments. Tweet at the Twitter page. Tweet us questions, stuff like that. We'd love to answer. Things we should do, things we can improve. I know I need a new mic. You know, maybe somebody can fund me some money <laughs> in the comments. Uh, but like, Soccer related for the most part. That's what this this is all about, of course. We might have some side I mean, it could be about us, too, if you have questions. Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. Hey, nonetheless, I think that does conclude it, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Any last words, Shelby? This has been... Beyond Balls on on the Grass. grass. (laughs) Adios. Adios!